0: Let's pray. Father in heaven, we just thank you for bringing us this morning. We ask, Lord, that as we demonstrate and talk about the family and evangelism, that you be with us and give us wisdom beyond our years. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So I was thinking about how, how to go, best go about to demonstrate having family devotion, having family worship. So the best way to figure that out, I said let's just have family worship. Uh so what we want to do, if we could rearrange the chairs more like in a circle. <laughs> and we're going to we're going to invite you into the Waller family worship. Not too big of a circle, where it's just a small family, amen? <laughs> Alright, so this we'll just make this circle right here. Right in this circle here. And uh can we, can we sit on the floor? Yes. All right, So, so we're going to sit on the floor. If you want to sit on the floor with us, it'd be, it's much more familial, you know? Come on, you can sit on the floor if you can sit on the floor. Yes.
1: yes. Come
0: inside the circle. Press together. We're a family, right? You guys are still far. Come closer. Yes. This is how we have family worship. We don't, we don't sit in chairs. All right, he's even getting more, that's it, that's it, take your shoes off, exactly right. All right, so we're about to have worship, and so I'm not going to talk about worship, we're going to have worship, and um, so we usually start, and so we're going to pray, and our family is going to lead out, so you don't have to do anything per se, except when we sing, you sing with us. And when we do our scripture, you do that with us. But right now, we're going to pray. And, um, if you start first, please. And this is not practice. We do this every day, all right? Make sure you say it loud.
1: Father in heaven, thank you for this day. Help us to do us right. Help us to understand about you. Help us to follow your word and help us to be obedient. Do you say amen? amen?
0: Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to come here at this time as we are about to have worship. We ask for your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. All right. Our song, uh, what song you want to sing, Nyjah? Say it. We'll say it again. Deep and wide. Deep and wide. Okay, deep and wide. <laughs> all right, we're all going to sing it together. Ready? Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. It flows to you, it flows to me. And this is what we have to do. Just plunge right in and flee from sin. It washes us whiter than snow. Oh, deep and wide, deep and wide. as a fountain flowing deep and wide, deep and wide. A fountain flowing deep and wide. All right. We're going to do uh, How Did Moses Cross the Red Sea. Ready? Yeah. How did Moses cross the Red Sea? How did Moses cross the Red Sea? How did Moses cross the Red Sea? How did he get across? Did he? jump? No, no. Did he he fly a kite? No, no. no.
1: Did he climb a tree?
0: No, 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 no.
1: Did he roll on a bike?
0: No, no. no. Did he go on a bicycle? No, no. How did he get across? God blew with the wind. Uh, Puff, 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 he blew just enough, nuff, 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 and through the sea and made a path. That's how he got across. Very good. Alright. Is scripture time is scripture time? It's scripture time. Scripture time. Alright. So which one we're we gonna do this morning? So it's scripture time. We're going to do, let's do, I don't know, do we do Exodus 20, or do you want to do Isaiah 53, or do you want to do First Corinthians 13? Okay, alright, Exodus 20, she says. Exodus 20, alright. Are you ready? And God spake all these words, saying, The Lord thy God, which hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters under." All right, go ahead, Naja.
1: Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I,
0: the, the Lord,
1: the Lord thy God, and visiting the
0: jealous, a, may jealous God.
1: God, visiting the iniquities of the father among the children to the third and fourth generation to them that hate me. All right, Mom.
0: And mercy unto the thousands of them
1: that love me and
0: keep my commandments. All right, thou shalt not. To say together. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day in hallowed. Okay, Nijah, honor. Honor thy father
1: and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the
0: land that the Lord thy God gives thee. Alright, together? Thou, thou shalt thou not kill Thou shalt not commit adultery Thou shalt not steal Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's house Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife thou sh- Nor his servant, nor, nor, his, nor his ass Nor anything that is thy neighbor All right, very good it's story time, it's story time, it's story time, story time. What is the greatest book in all the world, Naija? The Bible. The Bible. The Bible is the greatest book in all the world. And what book are we reading from this morning? The book of John. That's right, the book of John. We're reading from the book of John, and we are reading in John chapter... 6, and we already read the other part this morning, but let's read this, the next part. In John chapter 6, and we're starting at verse 60, in John 6 in verse 60, and before we read, let's have another word of prayer, all right? Oh, Father in heaven, as we read your word, we just ask for wisdom that is beyond our years, and we pray this in the name of Jesus, amen. All right, so John 6, in verse starting at verse 60, it says, Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, this is a hard saying. Now, remember, early this morning, we talked about Jesus being what? What was he? The bread of life. That's right. He was the bread of life. And he t- they said to him that they have to, he told them that they had to eat what? The bread of life. They had to eat the bread of life. And they said the bread was his flesh. Is that right? All right, so now they heard him say this and say, Oh, that's hard. How are we going to eat your flesh? But what was Jesus talking about? What was he really saying? Obey him. That's right, obey him and to believe on him. Is that right? All right, so now it says, Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, What does murmur mean? What we said what murmured meant. What did murmur mean? That's right. They were complaining about it. And when they were complaining about it, he said unto them, does this offend you? What? And if ye shall see the Son of Man ascended up where he was before. Hmm, Interesting. It is the spirit that quickeneth, and the flesh profiteth nothing. What does that word quickeneth mean? Do you know what quickeneth means? Quick. You think it means quick, yes. Uh, but this word quickeneth means to be made alive. That's what quickeneth means. So the spirit makes alive; it quickeneth, and the flesh doesn't do anything. Human flesh, this flesh right here, this flesh, this is your flesh. Here it is. There's flesh that doesn't do anything for you. You have to have the spirit. It says, "The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life." What are the What are the words? Life. That's right. They are life. They are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who would betray him. Who's going to betray him? Do you, do you know who's going to betray him? The sinners? Sinners. But what's the guy's name that betrayed him? Who sold him for 30 pieces of silver? Mm-hmm. That sort of G- yes. Judas. That's right. Very good. So he knew that somebody's going to betray him. Verse 65 says, and he said, therefore, I say unto you that no man can come unto me, except it were given unto him of my father. Who's Jesus' father? God. That's right, God. So how do people come to Jesus? By God. That's right, by God. They come to Jesus by God. Verse 66 says, From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Is that a good thing not to walk with Jesus anymore? No. Why did they decide not to walk anymore with him? What was the problem? What do you think the problem was? They didn't like what he said. said. That's right. They didn't like what he said. Verse 67, then said Jesus unto Niasia. Will you also go away? (laughs) Are you going to go away from Jesus? No, you're not going to go away from Jesus. That's good. Why not? Because he's the life. Is that right? There's nowhere else to go. He's the only place to go. Verse 68 says, Then Simon Peter answered him. I'm sorry. Then Niaja answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Well, that's very nice. Isn't that good, Niaja? We shall always choose Jesus. He is the only way to have life. All right, very good. Let's sing our song. There is beauty all around When there's love at home There is joy in every sound When there's love at home Peace and plenty here abide, smiling fair on every side. Time does softly, sweetly glide when there's love at home. Two, three. Love at home. Do, do, do. Love at softly, sweetly glide when there's love at home. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your love and mercy. And we thank you, Lord, for the privilege that we have as a family to worship before you and invite our other family in into the worship as well. We ask, Lord, that even the simple exercise of this worship be something that is implanted in our minds. And I pray that you be with Niasia today, that you protect her and keep her from hurt, harm, and danger, that you send angels that excel in strength to keep her mind and speak to her when she is tempted to do evil. I ask, Father, that you be with my bride and give her wisdom, Lord, as she is interacting with others, that you give her the strength and the courage that she needs, And as she visits with her friends today, I ask, Lord, that you give her the words and the presence, Lord, that she may be a good influence on them. I pray for myself, Father, also, as we are here amongst the dear people, that you give me wisdom and you give us courage, that we may tell the truth and live the truth. We pray these things in the name of Jesus, and we claim the merits of his holy and most precious blood. Amen. Huggy time. You guys got a hug. Come on. <laughs> That's right, hug time. Yes, yeah. yes. All right, brother. Brother. Yes. <laughs> ladies, 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 don't hug dudes. We shake hands. Amen. <laughs> Sister, soldier, we shake hands. We shake hands. Sister, we shake hands. Sister, we shake hands. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Hugs, brother. Hugs. <laughs> Peter, you need hugs, man. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies. All right. Sister. Brother, did I give you a hug, man? All right. Sister soldier. Brother. (laughs) All right. I'll give mom a hug. Hi.
1: (laughs) Very nice program.
0: All All right. So you can take a seat. You can actually sit in the chairs. I want to read something to you. You see what time it is? It's 11.15, right? What time did we start? 11. 11. 11. Worship was 15 minutes. Uh, there's a reason for that. I'm going to read to you from uh, Child Guidance. And it's on page, page 521, 522. It says... The father, who is the priest of his household, should conduct the morning and evening worship. So how often should worship be done? Morning and evening worship. You can do it more than that if you want. But morning and evening worship should be done. There is no reason why this should not be the most interesting and enjoyable exercise of the home life. You see, like, you got, it, it was real fun for her to see everybody marching. Well, We do it all the time. We, we march, and she's, she's leading out in the march. We're walking around the house. It's part of the process. It makes it enjoyable for her. It makes it enjoyable for us, right? It says, there's no reason why this should not be the most interesting and enjoyable exercise of the home. And God is honored when it is made, and God is dishonored, and God is dishonored when it is made dry and irksome. When it's made boring, all right? Let the seasons of family worship be short and spirited. Y'all saw that? I mean, that's what we did. It was real. It was like, we were short. It was happy. It was fun. We even memorized scripture. It was fun. And we kept it moving. Let it be short and spirited. Lost my spot. Do not let your children or any member of your family dread them because of this tedious Or lack of interest. When a long chapter is read and explained and a long prayer offered, this precious service becomes wearisome and it is a relief when it is over. It should be the special objects of the heads of the family to make the hour of worship intensely interesting. Do you notice she uses the word hour, even though it's not supposed to be an hour. The word hour simply means the time. All right. It should be the special object of the heads of the family to make the hour of worship intensely interesting. By a little thought and careful preparation for this session, when we come into the presence of God, family worship can be made pleasant and will be fraught with results that eternally alone will reveal. Let the Father select a portion of the scripture that is interesting and easily understood. I, I like reading um, the gospels to her because they're simple for her to understand i don't try to go to the book of romans justification and sanctification the nature of christ <laughs> it's not we're not trying to do that we're just trying to real simply who are these persons in scripture how do they relate to jesus what is jesus relationship to you how should you and she's learning she's catching on she remember we hadn't had um we had a worship the other day, and I asked her a question this morning to see if she remember, because I know most of the time I don't remember uh, some of the things that we study. So I just asked her, and she remembered from two days ago worship. She was able to recall it, because we're just, and you notice also when we come to the word like murmur. like What does that mean? Because her vocabulary is building. She's a young child. She's grasping a lot of things. So I'll tell her, we, at, we told her what murmur meant this morning. So that's why she was able to tell you what it was this afternoon. So we read that word. She understood what it meant. So I asked her again just to make sure she remembers. Because if she doesn't understand what we're reading, then she's not going to benefit from it. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Then it says, um, let the Father select a portion of Scripture that is interesting and easily understood. A few verses will be sufficient to furnish a lesson which may be studied and practiced through the day. And that's something you can I can't show you per se, because you would have to be with me all day, but I'll be, we'll be eating, and I'll be like, Naija, you got some bread right there. What's the bread represent? And I'll remind her while she's eating what worship was about. And I'll ask her, so what happens when you eat the bread? What happens to it? And then she'll, she'll think about it. Well, you eat it, it goes into your body. Then what happens? And then she'll have to think, because I'm not going to give her all the answers, you know? But, you know, throughout the day, you bring back the lesson to her mind um, questions may be asked, a few earnest, interesting remarks made, or incidents shortened to the point may be brought in by way of illustration. Now, sometimes um, when you're having family worship, the way our family is, we're very, very happy, casual, um, how, we, how we have worship. And sometimes, because we're that way, another, another conversation might try to creep in. So you just have to guard against that. So when that starts to happen, you know, you kind of just have to bring it back around but real nicely, though, not real hard. just real nicely. It's a sharing time. It's a sharing time between um, father, mother um, and, and child. So just be guarded on that point. At least a few verses of spirited song may be song. And that's what we did. And the prayer offer should be shortened to the point. And that's what we did. All right. The one who leads in prayer should not pray about everything and should express his needs in simple words and praise God with thanksgiving. One of the things that we have in our house uh, that I encourage my family to do is that before we come together as a family, each, as far as the adults are concerned, we need to have devotion on our own. So my wife is having devotion by herself. I have devotion by myself. When we're done with our devotion and we come together and we have family devotion, when we're done with devotion, Niaja has her devotion. So she has... um, either story she listens to or the Bible she listens to or something that she listens to after worship is done. So she knows that there's no playing, there's no nothing. You can't pick up a doll, nothing, until you're done with your personal devotion. And she's, it's, in, it's, in, it's embedded in her mind. She knows the, she knows the routine. Although she, she oftentimes tries to slip out of that. But she's a child, right? Um, you're also again, I'm just being real with you. There's some days that when you wake up, you don't feel like having devotion. Is that right? And there are some days that night you'll wake up and doesn't want to have devotion. But she's going to have it anyway, <laughs> just like you have it anyway. Right. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to go ahead and get up and have my devotion, whether I feel like it or not. And we encourage her and we ask her now, is this how you're I said, Jesus is waiting to hear from you because sometimes she doesn't feel like praying. You guys, you guys know these are real people. These little people—they're <laughs> they're real people. So, um, just like you don't feel like praying sometimes, and so what I encourage—you know—we don't beat her up. We just say, okay, you don't feel like praying. Go to your, you know go go where you're gonna be until you feel better. And When you feel better and you feel like you can be amongst humans again, come back and we'll have devotions and we'll pray together. But there's no. We have to understand that she's a person, and she has a will, and she has decisions she's going to make. I even told her this morning that uh, she doesn't have to choose Christ. It's not, we're not going to make her do that. You know, she has to come to the point in her own experience where she says, I want Jesus to be in my heart. But I told her she needs to pray and ask God every day to allow him to come into her heart. But this is a process. This is something that we demonstrate to her a daily basis that we do personally. All right. Um, It says in arousing and strengthening a love for Bible study, much depends upon the use of the hour of worship. The hours of morning and evening worship should be the sweetest and most helpful of the day. Let it be understood that in these hours. Now, listen, that in these hours, no troubled, unkind thoughts are to intrude. When you have a family, sometimes something that has not been settled before worship might crop up while you're having worship and seek to just really destroy your day. So you really have to guard against coming to worship with issues. And if there's an issue, don't discuss it at worship. Um, You should either stop worship. Go pray somewhere. Before you come to worship like that, because if you don't come to worship as one, worship is not really worship. Does everybody understand that? Yeah. Okay. So you want to make sure that you don't let troubled, unkind thoughts intrude, that parents and children assemble to meet with Jesus and to invite into the home the presence of holy angels. Let the services be brief and full of life, adapted to the occasion. So not every morning you can wake up and be like, okay, we're good. Cuz sometimes that worship was 15 minutes. Sometimes we get caught up in our singing and we go 45 minutes. It's good, you know, we're having a good time. But other mornings we don't have that luxury. So you have to you know, make it adaptable to to the occasion. And then it says varied from time to time. So we have a theme song that we sing. We've been singing it for 3 years. Two, the, there's beauty 3 years. So that song, there is beauty all around. We sing one verse of that every day. It is a reminder of how homes are supposed to be happy. When there's love at home, there's beauty everywhere. Everything is more beautiful. Pinks are more pink. Reds are more red. Blues are more blue. When there's love in the household, when people are getting along. And it's the, it's the kind things, the courtesies. That's where true Christianity is. True Christianity is in those kind courtesies that you do. Um, this morning, Niasia made the bed for mommy. She didn't have to make the bed. She wasn't instructed to make the bed. We didn't tell her, go make the bed. She just said, Mommy, Mommy's in the kitchen cooking. She went, made the bed. Mommy, I I made the bed. Mommy gave her a kiss. Thank you, Naesha, for making the bed. (laughs) And so it's those little kindnesses that she's learning now. When she becomes a woman, she's going to do the same thing. And, you know, I'm not going to let no dude talk to her. (laughs) Who is not a kind present truther? Amen. <laughs> it said, let the services be brief and full of life, adapted to the occasion, and varied from time to time. Let all join in the Bible reading and learn and often repeat God's law. And that's what we did. We, we learned the Ten Commandments verbatim. And that's one of the first things. Then after we learned the Ten Commandments, I said, what else should we learn, Lord? The Lord said, go to Revelation 14, 6 through 12. So we learned Revelation 14, 6 through 12. And then I said, what's next, Lord? And he said, go to 1 Corinthians 13. So we learned 1 Corinthians 13. So all that stuff is in this little brain right here. Uh, she doesn't know how to use it yet, per se. It's in there, right? And, w- and one day it's going to be used, you know, in a way that's mighty for the Lord. Uh, right now we're doing Isaiah 53. So we're going through... Who have believed our report, who have the Lord revealed. And it's good for the parents as they're modeling to her so that she can see the reality of hey, this is something that we do. This is part of life. This is not a chore. Because, you know, you introduce memorization to people, they're like, I have to memorize my brain. It doesn't, you know, it's not that deep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's not that deep. You know? We do a little we do a little segment every day. We don't try to memorize the whole verse for her. We do like Five, seven words, see what we can do. But worship's only 15 minutes. And we do that little bit every day. And if we do a little bit every day. That stuff stays in your mind much longer. But that's something that we practice. It's something that we do. Um, what is this? It says, question them upon it. Question them upon the reading. Did you say, I asked you the questions about what we were reading about? That's what you do. You question them on the reading and let them ask questions. Now, she didn't ask questions this time. Um, Mention anything that was served to illustrate its meaning. When the service is not thus made too lengthy, let the little ones take part in prayer and let them join in song if it be but, excuse me, a single verse. So that's that's family worship uh, with a child. Now, if you don't have a child and it's just husband and wife, you have to again respect each other's time. Um, the husband cannot preach for an hour. <laughs> don't do it. I mean, don't do it. Don't, sweetie. Now you know and just walk in through. It's it's not gonna work, right? She said, "Amen" the whole time, right? It's not. It's not gonna work. Um. In my my little opinion, you know, husband and wife, um, we pray together, and, you know, we might sing a song or two together, and then you sit down and you say, we are equals. Okay, she's my equal. She's not subservient to me, although I'm the high priest. I'm to lead, but we're equals. So being equal, we need someone bigger than us to teach us. So then that's when we open the spirit of prophecy. We start reading Adventist Home together. And then I'll ask a question, babe, or we'll switch paragraphs. So I'm not reading the whole time. I'll read one paragraph, and she reads the next paragraph. And then we'll ask a question from the paragraph that we read. So what did you get from that? What did you understand from that? How do you, see, how do you think we can uh, implement this in our home? So forth and so on. So it's, a, it's an even exchange. I'm not dominating her. I'm not browbeating her. I'm not finding the most choice passage about w- wives in Adventist home. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not going to that and be like, yo, you gotta sweetie, sweetie, I told you, it's right here. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not the way. It's yeah, it's working together. We are, we are equals. Uh, we are equals in this, in this. We are, we are, What, what do you say? Um, it's a family circle. It's a family firm. It's a partnership. Um, in my response to her, although I may have more knowledge, um, in regards to scripture. I've been in the church longer. I've studied this stuff more. I still respect her as an individual and as a person with her own walk and her own relationship with God. If I don't do that, then she's my slave, and that's not cool. Um, she's she's God's daughter, and I just happen to you know be married to His daughter. Yeah. All right. A couple other things I just want to bring out. Um, some of you are you know young. Somebody's getting married over here? Is somebody getting married? You getting married? Y'all sitting apart? That's interesting. <laughs> All right. But <laughs> folks are getting married. Praise God. But you'll have children one day. Um, it says, by your own example, teach your children to pray with clear, distinct voice. So sometimes, you know, Naeja will pray and she'll have her face. Cause we like to prostrate when we were on our knees, we like to put our face to the ground. But she'll be praying with her face, with her hands over her face and doing like this. And so we was like, you gotta sit up, baby, so we can hear you. All right, we need to be able to hear you. What What are you saying? We don't understand what you're saying. Say it more clearly so we can hear what you're saying. We're teaching her how to pray. And And that's a a ministry in and of itself. Teach them to lift their heads from the chair and never to cover their faces with their hands. Thus, they can offer their simple prayers, repeating the Lord's Prayer in in concert. All right. So, that's just a couple of things. Um, I think they're real practical, real simple, real basic. Um, And one of the things, again, is have your own worship. Before you have family worship, so that spirit that you come in with has been already subdued, and you're not coming in with anything. You're not rolling out of bed, sleeping your eyes still, and then barely can sing because you still have sleep. you know what I mean, it's, just, it's disrespectful to the whole situation. So you want to come to worship, ready to worship. and you know, don't, let, don't let your wife be the only one singing. you know Don't let your husband be the only one singing, sing together. Now, those of you who are not married, all right, you need to have a set time when you have your worship every day. Don't compromise the time. So if you say 530, then get up, have worship, 530 every time. Have that set time every day. If you can communicate with someone else and have worship with them, that is always beneficial uh, to worship with others um, if you don't have an immediate family. So if you have a church family, church brother or sister, um, they have prayer lines now where you can get online on the prayer line. And if you don't have that fellowship, you can get on that prayer line and everybody's praying and testifying and talking to God. So if you don't have that privilege of having that that unity there, um, that's just a suggestion. Any questions? Real easy, huh? They're practical, real simple, real easy. Um the gospel's the wonderful simplifier of life's problems. Uh five twenty one and I read all the way to five five twenty three. All right. Yes. Yes. That is um, interesting question. I don't travel that much, believe it or not. People don't know me, uh, but when I do, when I do travel, uh, huh? Yeah, try to take my family with me as possible. So when we woke up today, we didn't have worship at seven thirty Eastern time. You know that would have been ten thirty this time. So as soon as we woke up and everybody was kind of cognizant, and we said, okay. The before we start anything, before we do anything, before we cook anything, before we do it, let's have worship. And so we have worship. Um, so that's how we kind of just, before we do anything as ministry wise, we minister amongst ourselves. So that's how we maintain that. When my wife has been away this past month, it's been very difficult, but I know that she's held it down where she's been. Uh, again, there's an hour difference. So once that hour difference is there, it's very difficult. But we're instructed here, the wife. When the husband is not there to have the worship, the wife is supposed to step in and have the worship um, to lead out in worship uh, for the children. So it's, it's very practical. You c- it could still be done. Uh, and if you're even real good at it, you can actually do a phone conference with your family at that particular time and, and, and do that that way uh, to main that. I, I've, I've seen that done uh, where the family is gathered around the phone uh, to listen to Daddy talk, and see how, you know, things like that. So um, that's that's one of the ways. Any others, questions? Um, when you guys have children, as soon as they come out, you start teaching them how to pray. As soon as she came out, before she took her first... Um, before she ate. Before she ate, yes. <laughs> she folded, folded her little hands... And pray from, 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 from that time. Uh, she's been taught to pray. It's not something that she just gets now, it's not something that you just do in church. And so, one of the things I vowed when I got older was they're going to see me. My, my daughter and my wife will see me pray every day. And my daughter will see me pray with her every day by God's grace. Um, I wanted her to see that it's a real living experience that her father has simple short worships sharing you're not preaching at them you're sharing you're sharing and as you share it's the it's the bond of union that's created with the family here that we're 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 sharing this together we're going into this day together we're in a spiritual warfare together i don't lord over her she doesn't lord over me we're 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 partnership we're family we're we're a unit so just just keep that in mind you know i know we're living in the last days but you're not going to accomplish Finishing the work in an hour. It's not going to work. You need to be consistent. As she gets older, worship can be extended. Okay? Because her attention span is better if that's necessary. But, um, yeah. Any other question? Everybody's got it locked in? All right. Very good. All right. Well, we can, we can take that. Uh, we can take a 10-minute break right now. Is that all right? And then we'll come back and we'll do the training in regards to family evangelism, how it works, what we could do as a church family, as a individual family to carry forth the work. So let's take a 10-minute break. Uh, I would say put your sneakers on. Let's run around the parking lot. But you guys don't look like you are ready to, to do that. All right. all right, So let's take a 10-minute break.